Welcome to Wisdom on Veil podcast with Reverend Bank. On this show, our focus is on faith, family, finance, and more. Hello, everyone. On today's episode, I have a guest joining us today. His name is Pastor Olamide Shotonade. He's the pastor of the Threshold International Christian Center. He will be joining us on this episode, which is called Church Hurt. Good morning, sir. Yes, nice. Okay, how are you? Okay, so very happy that you are able to join us on this episode. Today, I will be talking about church hurt. And a couple of weeks ago, I talked about people experiencing the church. Uh, sometimes it's not intentional, and sometimes it might be intentional. People get hurt uh, because of s- some things they experience in the church. So today, I would just like to ask you, for instances of church hurt, before you well, before you became a uh, pastor, and probably right now, have you ever experienced any church hurt? Uh, church hurt is um, based on the scope at which you are looking at it from. A lot of times, the reason why people call it church hurt might be as a result of immaturity or maturity on their path. Okay. So it should now help you, it should help you to properly define and probably put things in perspective as it were. For example, um, you can someone maybe someone higher than you someone lower than you um in the place of defining relationships you'll be able to know how do you treat this person or the other party oftentimes we don't define relationships and so we just generalize things so uh, one of the reasons why probably i really don't really have issues um as it were probably with people who are ahead of me is because I've defined my relationships with them. So, that, and that's where many times church art comes into place. And my pastor, I don't like the way my pastor spoke to me. I don't like how my leader spoke to me. I don't, I don't like how so, so and so spoke to me. The first thing I'll ask is, what's your relationship with the person? Okay. Is, is the person your pastor? Is the person, because there are, there are three basic relationships in church. One, you have the one who is ahead of you, the one who, you are, you are a mentee to, or is your mentor, you're a protege to, or you have some people who are your friends, families, and then you have people who are looking up to you. Those are the third level of people. So before you now call the thing, oftentimes people, because they've not defined relationships as a result of level of maturity, what many times as church art will have been avoided as they were. I think I answered that question as they were. Okay. Um, I, I totally agree with you. Um, I just want us to, as you have said, we have to define our relationship with people. I just want to put this in, let's say someone just came to church. They've been in the world. They've been, you know, the Holy Spirit convinced them to be, to give their life to Christ and they came to church. They don't have, they don't know anybody in the church. They should just walk into the church. Let's say they just want to know about God. They don't know how to dress. They don't have any background. They just met someone, preached to them and, you know, they gave their life to Christ and they have to look for a church. Oftentimes people will get, what I mean by church hurt is those negative things they experience in church. I'm not saying, I'm not saying church is meant to hurt people, but maybe our leaders, maybe people they meet. I've seen situation whereby we have some brother in the church just sleeping with people and they came to church just to experience God. But 
in that process, someone took advantage of them. So based upon relationship, I understand that. But just generally, people get hurt, even not only in the church. So could you please talk about that, please? All right. Yeah. Okay. Now you are putting things in perspective. So it's clear now. Okay. So let me deal with that issue. Um, for me, one, I'll first want to deal with the leadership in, ta- in that regard. For example, there was a, a situation of someone that they told me, a lady walks into church, some ladies walked into church, and they wanted to be, um, they were just looking for a place of worship, and they were in trousers. And they said in that church, they don't accept people um, dressed in trousers. So they were walked out of church. Um, so, by the way, sir, I, I think, uh, we so, will consider that as church hurt. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, yes, how in, as, in that kind of situation, how will that person, maybe they walk the person out of the church, and now maybe she's been hurt, and she's really thinking, do I go to the next church? Will they send me out? She might not even know the reason why they sent her out in the first place. So how we will advise that kind of person? We just don't want people. A lot of people are home because they've been hurt by someone, maybe in the church. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes, yeah, sir. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going. I'm going there. Okay. I, I think I'll emphasize. I'll emphasize one that the person should not be distracted. Um, I'll first ask the question, what does the person want? She's looking for God. And um, if you don't find it in one place for one reason or the other, you can always find it in another in another place for one reason or the other. Rejection can be redirection. I want to redirect, I want to speak, I want to repeat that again. Rejection can be redirection. It might be all things working together for your good. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it might, mm-hmm. might be God telling you, that's not where I want you to settle in. Because where God wants you to be, no matter how challenging it is, you will fit in there. No matter how bad you may, they will accept you the way you are. So I, I don't, don't. I, I want to counsel the person that the person should not be, should not allow that situation or circumstance to influence or affect her perspective. She should keep her focus on getting to worship God. No matter how, do you know when when Lot left Abraham in Genesis chapter thirteen. Abraham could have felt bad, but God said, look, as far as your eyes can see, that's emphasizing the place of, don't allow anything, no matter who leaves you, no matter what happens around you, don't let any form of distraction come. Hmm. Let your focus stay on God. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you very much. So I think that answers um, how to deal with church hurt. Uh, in that situation. So you've been a man of God for a time. Uh, have you ever experienced it from people? I mean, like people come with station that man of God is is not human being. You're supernatural. Have you ever been? I know we as pastors, we wouldn't want to call it church hurt. But to be frank, people offend us, right? Of course, we have a big heart. We forgive. We, we want to make sure that we do what we're supposed to do, but any place that you can pinpoint and how you overcame it? Um, church art is, that is normal. In fact, someone calls it that you wait like a cloak. Yeah, yeah. Please, please life. give us an instance and how you overcame it. Okay. Uh, you might not, you might not go okay. specifically into the details, but just give us an example so we can all understand a little bit. All right. Okay. There was a scenario of, we started, at, we had a campus ministry, and I brought someone who is l- supposed to be a mentor 
and stuff like that. Okay. They invited him, and then somehow, somewhere, you know, there are ethics to this job. When you're invited to a place, you're supposed to help grow the work, not to go there and deplete the work. You don't mm -hmm. go do evangelism on another man's stuff. Mm -hmm. The scenario was a different case in this one. Um, so when I was done, I don't want to go into detail. Mm -hmm. When I was done, I felt odd because at some point it, it really affected the system, the structure, and what God was doing there is really brought it down. But I had solace in my spiritual father and one or two mentors that I had around me at that time mm -hmm. who called me, who were more senior to this person. And they called me and said, call the person. Me, the way I was trained, I don't face mentors. I, I just leave them to God, as it were. So I didn't know what to do because I couldn't have, I don't want to have a face-off because I cherish the relationship. So all I did was to talk to my mentor, my spiritual father, a bishop of blessed memory now, Bishop Michael Banjo, my spiritual father, Pastor Mubala Jalaji. I spoke to them about it. And they counseled me to talk to the person. And I did, although it didn't turn out good, but um, I did my bit. And um, I, I spoke to a few friends. They just told me, just focus and look unto God. And we moved on from there. And then, I, and over time, I also learned that it's also important that I start learning to discern people. Okay. Uh, it's very important. Mm. It's also important that we learn to discern people. You know, even that helped Jesus a lot. You know, when you discern people, you know, you give them limits in your life, hmm. discerning people. And Jesus knew men, you know, he knew men. So when you discern people, you know the person that will betray you. You know the person that will deny you. You will even know the one that will doubt you that, ah, he didn't rise from the dead. Do you understand that? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. with that, you can really put everybody in perspective. Uh, and that's one of other things that I've learned to be discerning. Okay. By the, of the, of the, that you can give people boundaries and limits around you, and, and that has also helped. Okay. Thank you very much for joining this episode. Uh, see you and talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. Thank you for joining us on this episode of our podcast. I hope you found this episode insightful and thought provoking. Until next time, goodbye.